What up, what up, what up, everybody? Hope you guys enjoyed that song. That song always, you know, keeps me going and reminds me that I'm not going to be a billionaire, but, you know, we all got hopes and dreams, and uh, in the end, that's the end game. Be a billionaire, I guess, right? Don't know if that's going to happen living in California, but that's another topic for another day. So today, just going to be a quick one, nothing too major here, we'll have to cover more topics on another day, just want to talk about uh, the free agency signings happening in the uh, Major League Baseball at the the meetings out in San Diego, I think they call them winter meetings, Uh, biggest shock is Garrett Cole going to the Yankees. I guess uh, being back home in Southern California is not something he wants to do. That's what everyone made it seem like. And, uh, well, I guess as they say, money talks, right? Because he shaved the beard and trimmed the hair. And he's the highest paid pitcher in today's baseball. Well, um, the Yankees. That was a good signing. Garrett Cole... Probably one of the most consistent arms, even when he was in Pittsburgh with the Pirates. He was always consistent from the day he started with them. Uh, I remember seeing him one time uh, on one of his early years. I don't remember when. But when I watched him pitch, he was aggressive. He went after guys. He wasn't afraid. But of course, when all the young guys come in, they're never afraid. They go, here, hit my fastball. You can't hit it. Until year two or three, when the veterans start slamming them for home runs. But no, I do like that signing. Kind of puts the Yankees back up at the uh, upper echelon of uh, sports, you know, in regards to spending money. I definitely think uh, the Steinbrenners are smart, and they planned for this, and they shedded a lot of a uh, lot of money within the past couple of years about not signing major free agents and keeping their bankroll where they needed it. Um, but they do still need to sign Brett Gardner. Oh, I know it's not Brett Gardner. I think. Is it Ellsbury? I don't remember. It's one of those guys. There is one of those guys. I can't remember who it is right now. Um. Yeah, no, I'm going to have to switch that one. Because I'm not sure who that was again. But the second signing of... I'm sorry, the first signing that I completely went over. Because I was so excited to talk about Garrett Cole is the signing of Steven Strasburg re-signing with the Washington Nationals. Now, if anyone thought he was leaving the Nationals, y'all were crazy. This man has free reign over there to sit out and not do a start and only pitch a certain amount of innings because they want to keep him healthy. Do I think they're going to get back to the 
playoffs? Well, they barely made it this year. So, heck, there's always a chance. Um, it's a great signing by Washington. I mean, with having Juan Soto out there in the outfield, you know, that that's still going to be a great team. Losing Rendon is going to hurt them. I'm pretty sure of that. But, you know, there's other guys out there. They can go out there and get Josh Donaldson. Or they can make a trade, you know. They just need some help in there to get them through the season. Their biggest thing was, you know, their bullpen, I feel like. They had one guy in the bullpen that they would throw. I don't think I saw any other arms in throughout the playoff series. It was your three starters and your one bullpen guy. I felt like they only had four pitchers. It was crazy. So, from the Nationals, I'm looking for some bullpen help. Um, obviously, the Yankees are are in the race for Josh Hader or Harder, whatever his name is. Now, if they get that lefty, I tell you, that guy can throw. Milwaukee single-handedly went through the playoffs with him. And if Yelich was healthy, I believe we would have been talking about the Brewers possibly winning the World Series. Well, that didn't happen, so guess we can't talk about that. Now, this last signing that that happened yesterday, probably about 9 o'clock at night, we found out that Rendon signed with the Angels for a seven-year, $245 million contract. Now, I don't know the details yet. Don't know how that's all going to work out. But that is probably one of the better signings that the Angels have had in a long time. Pujols was a great signing. But the contract length was bad. We all know it. Gary Matthews Jr. signing, bad. Josh Hamilton, bad. We have not had a powerhouse third baseman since the days of Troy Gloss. Troy Gloss held that position down for many years. He was a UCLA alumni. That guy could hit. And that guy could play defense. Now I think it's going to be a step up as far as the defensive end. And it's really going to be a step up on the offensive side. I believe I saw Rendon hit 300 last year with the... I think it was like a minimum of like at least 300 at-bats. And... That's going to provide a lot of help for Mike Trout. I mean, Mike Trout is going to benefit from having Rendon behind him. He can now be truly a number three or four hitter again. I mean, personally, I would keep him at three and put Rendon at four. Slotting Pujols behind him at five. Or you can vice versa, switch Pujols into three and then put Trout at 
four and then Rendon at five. You know, I think Joe Madden's got his work cut out for him and he's going to be able to figure this out. They do have some more pieces to add in. They still do need arms. Um, there's about, I want to say, three guys that would be on the list for the Angels if they were to go out there. Um, one is Bumgarner, Keiko, and Ryu. I think if you could add one of those arms out of those three signings, you might be able to get by into a wild card. But if you really want to get into the division race and being an actual team that challenges for an ALCS, then you definitely need to walk away with two out of those three. If you don't, makes no sense. Um, they don't truly have a number one starter. It is... Uh, going to be really hard for them to contend because your offense can only do so much. Oh, I just uh, just took a look. The Angels looks like they're interested in Corey Kluber and Carrasco. Now I know Kluber, but I don't know Carrasco. Don't know where Carrasco's from. Okay, he's an Indian as well. And it looks like he's a righty pitcher. So it looks like they're trying to bolster their starting pitching. Don't know if they're looking to stay under the luxury tax or not. But after the uh, signing that they just made on the stadium and the parking lot. And fully owning everything now. Then you need to go out there and get these arms. Because you're not going to do anything. Your offense can only carry you so far. So, looks like they're going to be getting some controllable arms. Um, David Price is another one. He is an expensive arm, but I think it'd be very refreshing for him to meet up again with Joe Madden. And to be on his team. I mean, is he a true number one? Uh, some would beg to differ, but on this rotation, he would be a true number one. And he would be a good veteran for these younger guys to, you know, latch on to and see how he works every day. You know, see how he pitches and what his mindset is. So, I mean, another big hole that the Angels have is the catching position. I personally think they should go sign uh, Contreras from... Uh, the Chicago from Chicago it's, you're gonna have to give up a uh, draft pick but frankly is it worth it for the next five years to have you know a backstop that you know is gonna provide I mean he can hit he can catch he can throw people out I mean Wilson Contreras is probably one of the better catching offensive catchers I've ever seen. I mean, I really do think Contreras could help them. But in the end, I do think Contreras might be a little too much. I think the Cubs might want too much for him. Now, the Cubs did non-tender him. 
So it's not like he's completely up for grabs just for that pick. I know when I said pick, I made it seem just like that. But they did non-tender him. So he is up for grabs, but he must be traded. Now, supposedly the Cubs are looking to get probably some, definitely a position player and a couple different arms for the bullpen and maybe a starting rotation. You know, I'm thinking that the Cubs are looking for something about maybe a three-player swap, a three-for-one, or possibly four-for-one, depending on who the players are. Now, if you're going to do a four-for-one, obviously you got to get something else in return to help balance the, the money situation. Contreras is only 27 years old. But if you can strike a deal to land Contreras and you keep him for the next five years... Could you imagine what kind of backstop the Angels would have? That would be one of the best backstops since the days of Benji and Jose Molina. Don't get me wrong, kudos to Yadier. Yadier is the best catcher I've ever seen since his two brothers. Um, a lot of a lot of different things there, but that's a topic for another day. That's not nothing for right now. Um, going online right now, checking out, checking out to see if there's anything else happening as far as the local teams. Um, doesn't look like anything locally is happening. Gonna check out to see what the Dodgers are doing. I mean. Looks like Dodgers are in the market for uh, Josh Hader. And looks like Rich Hill might be an option for you guys. Oh, and I'm just reading right now that the Dodgers didn't make an offer to Rendon. Okay, so that tells me that the Dodgers did not have any plans to sign Rendon. Which is ironic because I would think that signing Rendon would set you up to go ahead and move JT and allow you to keep one of the younger guys, maybe like a Gavin Lux, and start moving out the guys who are a little bit older and maybe didn't play as much last year and get a little bit more youth back in on the, on the team here. Now, I'm not saying JT's old or anyone else is old. No, I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is sometimes you need to punch the arm a little bit and get those muscles going again. JT, unfortunately, was hurt. He had injuries last year. Rich Hill battled, I think, a blister and a, a shoulder or arm injury or something like that. You guys were bit by the injury bug. It sucks. Not a Dodger fan. Don't like him. But I respect the lineage of the team and the history behind them. My favorite player of all time in baseball is Mike Piazza. He was a Dodger. I got to shake his hand when I was little. You know, my whole, I guess you call it Little League or whatever we were got to meet Todd Hollinsworth 
Raul Modesty, Mike Piazza, and Tommy Lasorda. I could be wrong on those names, but I know Mike and Tommy were there. And I know Tommy was there because my mom... No, way, it wasn't Tommy. It was Mike. My mom spanked Mike Piazza in the butt. I'll always remember that. It's probably a story that I'll never forget because it's hilarious to me. But all I can say is the Dodgers have a rich history of winning. And I would love to see an Angels and Dodgers Freeway World Series. It's good for baseball. It's good for the city of L.A. And it's good for the city of Anaheim. I would love for that to happen. But if that's going to happen, Kershaw needs to move to the bullpen and figure out how to throw in the playoffs from the bullpen. Because we all seen what happened uh, as a starter. Yes, yes, I know he did come in and give up that big home run from the bullpen. But it's different from when you are a starter and then you go in the bullpen instead of being in the bullpen from the start. It's just two different roles there. And I also don't think that was his issue. I do think that's partly on Dave Roberts as well. I mean, we can go back and forth on that all day. I mean, I know some Dodger fans out there think it's all Dave Roberts and some think it's Clayton Kershaw. I mean, you're both are right in your, you know, on each one. But at the end of the day, you know, Kershaw gave up the home run. He knows what he did. And I bet you anything he's working hard and he's thinking about it right now and getting ready for spring training. I'm going to say it right here and right now. I think Clayton Kershaw is going to have the best year of his major league career. I think he's, this year he's going to put up, put up superb numbers. Cy Young winner. I'm guaranteeing that. Cy Young winner. Clayton Kershaw for the National League. You don't give up a home run like that and fall apart. Not that guy. That guy's going to come back and he's going to tear it down. Can't wait to see it because he's a magnificent pitcher and his style is just I marvel at how he pitches and how he goes about it. it it's just it's something that is truly beautiful. So definitely can't wait for that, you know. I know I've been all over the place with this but I was just so excited to talk about all these signings. Definitely ready for the Angels to make a couple more moves. Uh, it's been a long time since I've been able to say I've been excited for a you know baseball season. Um, just kind of year after year, you get disappointed because you got the best player in baseball and you can't do anything with him. You can't put the pieces around him to get it going. So hopefully this is the time... And this is the the right moment for us to get it going, you know. Now, of course, my my sister-in-law made a good point. She said, "Now watch, beers are going to be seventy-five dollars, and a hot dog's going to be fifty. I thought that was pretty funny because I told her, I said, "Well, shit, they're halfway there already. Hot dogs twenty-five, and the beer's fifty. So we had a good laugh about that, but 
I hope it uh, this happens and and we have a good season. I hope the Dodgers have a good season. You know, I hope everything works out for the best of it, and I would love to see uh, the Angels and Dodgers in the hunt for the uh, the World Series. That'd be a fun thing to see. You know, if there's there's one thing that I would love to see is Angels Dodgers World Series, man. You could only dream. All right, guys. Well, I want to uh, thank you guys for listening. Um, even if you didn't listen to the whole thing and you made it here, I do appreciate it because this is probably about 10 minutes of babbling. Oh, more like 20. So I've babbled for way too long. I need to hop off of this, finish up my work day, and uh, head on home. Got to go home and uh, get some stuff done around the house. All right. Well, this is the one and only Tiki Torch signing off right now. You guys have a wonderful day. Stay cool. Well, more like stay warm. And make sure y'all kiss and hug your loved ones and tell them you love them. Peace and love. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I do want to thank you guys for listening to today's episode. I hope you guys enjoyed it. And I hope you guys come back to listen for a little bit more. Once again, thank you very much for listening. Y'all have a good day. Come back and see me again. Because we're going to see what's roasting on the Tiki Torch.